Hello. 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 <laughs> Welcome to Queers in Quarantine. Yeah. I'm here with. Hello. <clears throat> Introduce me. Oh, Alison. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Alison um, and Joe. Joe, Joseph. Uh, and Charlie the kitten. And Charlie the kitten, That's the most important person. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've been talking about making this podcast for a while. Um, but we never got around to doing it because we're all busy people with busy lives. But what better time is there to do it than when you're in quarantine and you have nothing else to do on a bank holiday Easter? Yeah, at some point we'll have to rename this to something else. But um, for now, for now it works. So yeah, um, what, what's what's the idea behind this? Why are we doing this? We're talking about music because we all love music. We all we're all act- a little bit passionate. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit passionate. Just just a tiniest bit, just a wee bit passionate. Um, we love music. We all love music. We talk about music every day, most of the day. There's pretty much nothing else to talk about at the moment. Yeah, anyway. I have to preface though. Pop music is all the same. It's it's devoid. <laughs> it's devoid of all creativity. So we're all Tool fans. Uh, we only listen to Tool, and we only talk about Tool. Also, that's a lie, and I, <laughs> and I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to um, alienate any of the um, Tool fans. I, I literally uh, still don't know who Tool is. Uh, they're a good band, <laughs> but but we're not talking about them. We're mostly talking about pop music we're and be um, about electronic females. stuff. And Female musicians, yeah. basically exclusively. There might be, with like the exception of maybe one or two producers. Yeah. But anyway, Future Nostalgia came out. Thoughts? Um, um, pop perfe- perfection, to be honest. I love it. Apart from the last two songs, I re- I, the the album would be like a nine out of ten, except for the last two songs, which kind of ruin it slightly for me. The the rollout of the singles was good, but when they first came out, I was like, mm, don't really like this direction at all. But then when the whole record came out all together, I listened and I was like, this is actually amazing. Yeah, and me and Joe have listened to the entire <laughs> album every single day. We listen to it every day on repeat. <laughs> I listen to it, but not because I choose to, just because it's playing in the house and I can't really escape it. I literally go for a walk and just play the like nice hit singles over and over again. I'm like, yes, this is what summer is about. It's such a summer record. Like walking along the pavement in the sun, shining on your face, and the music playing. You're just like, yes, thank you. Thank you, Julie. Bell. Yes, it's such a summer album. Like, you can so imagine being at a barbecue with, like, all your best mates and, like, putting it on and, like, all getting a bit drunk and, like, dancing around to it. It's a bit drunk, a bit Well, I (laughs) will admit that I've not actually listened to... Well, I've not sat down to listen to it. I've listened to it because it was playing in the house every every day for, like, the last... Well, at least last week yeah so um yeah i mean i don't know i i feel like in this quarantine i'm kind of becoming i stagnate with music so i've not really been listening to much new stuff so even with this i kind of listened to it and i had like no thoughts really um yeah so but i also have to say um when it came out, I I got really sick of the first few singles already. So it's like, right, I'm done with these two. I need more stuff, and then more stuff came out, and I like it, but I don't know. Literally, I, since what's it called? Don't start now. Yeah. Since that came out, I've been obsessed. Like I don't get bored of it. 
I love that. The, the first time I heard yeah. it, I was like, hmm, it's a bit boring. But then after that, ever <laughs> since, it came out like last November, maybe. Yeah, I, which is yeah, months and months and months ago. And yeah. even today, I can listen to it and be like, that final chorus. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love that song. I think physical. I listened to physical the first time and I thought, physical. like, uh, it will get so, so old yeah. in like two weeks. I love and the it melody. Got... I love it. I love, I love that it's synth a... line. Oh, it's like the big pull of melody. We haven't had that in a pop song in so fucking long. But like, physical so to good. me sounds like a high school musical song. Oh, I love I mean, it. I love the, the synth line though. The synth line is just, it's so up in the mix as well. You can hear it. And like a lot of pop music recently has gone more towards like the percussion side. And that song has amazing melodies in it. And I love Don't Start Now. And the bass line on that song fucking slaps. Yeah, the bass line's great. <laughs> um, high School Musical. Yes. Elaborate, please. I don't yeah. know. The first time I heard it, I was just like, this sounds like something that I'm hearing between Sharpay and what's it, what was it called? Uh, Brian, Brian, maybe. Don't ask me. I have no idea. It just sounds like a, like halfway through the film where they're like doing a little dance dance number and they're like singing a song mm. about being physical. I was yeah. just like, I I don't like this, but now I'm like, mm, it's kind of it's kind of good. Well, it's obviously challenge channeling. Well, I mean the entire album is challenging eighties and you know physical and all that stuff. So that's yeah. I just thought. Um, don't what's it called don't stop now i'm so bad at this i should i should know don't start now don't start now (laughs) i'm really bad i should i should know this okay um i love that right like i loved it the second i heard it like everything about it even now i still like a physical i knew i was gonna get sick of physical as soon as it came out i was like yes good song gonna get sick of it i did i'm sick of it i don't want to hear it um Yeah, I see. I didn't like physical at first, but I did realize that that melody, that minor melody in the synth line, is the only thing I think of when I hear the song. That's what I think of, and like, so you guys still say so many terms about music that I don't know, like what they are. So I think that's a side note. (laughs) So like, just in case she gets technical about stuff. But so do I. But I'm I'm someone like I. I'm pianist. I love melody. I'm not. I'm not a percussive person. Yeah. I still have so, so much to learn about music production and stuff. So like, I <clears throat> I love that for that that minor synth line. Just I could eat that up all day. Love it. Um, what's, the, what's your favorite uh, track of the album? Cool. I'm liking cool. Yeah, that cool. really. No, I think owned... that was um co either co-written by co-written or produced by Tola. Oh. Okay. Which I can sort of. It must have been written by. You need to check the production like, credits, but like, this also like the lyrics and stuff. It's a proper apart from like the last one song. It's yeah. a proper pop record with proper pop themes, not super deep. Yeah. But like, really, like it's like, if you want to listen to a summer pop album, yeah. it's so good. So cool. I think it's definitely my favorite. But I think what it does perfectly is unlike what's it called break my heart yes so it's a song that actually i think without listening them to to them back to back right yeah. if i listen to them back to back you can obviously like you can obviously tell the difference but when i when i heard both of them for the first time i couldn't quite tell the difference but i think what it does much better than than um don't break my heart is that it, it like it's kind of good throughout Whereas with Break My Heart, 
pre-chorus is amazing and then i feel like the chorus is just it just kind of drops the ball like it's I, not as I good I, I see see i thought that at first because so that pre-chorus the pre-chorus pre-chorus is, like, is so good so amazing it's like these swirly pads and it's yeah. building up and it's building up and as soon as it gets to the chorus all the drums drop out for like four bars it, and you're like yeah. oh what's that going on like, it's not four bars it's a bar isn't it but yeah. then, and then the drums come back in but i kind of like that I love that song. I think it's great. I, I like it, but I just find the chorus to be disappointing. Mm-hmm. The chorus of cool <clears throat> makes me want to have sex in the song. Like, yeah, for I see real. that. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, it makes me want to do things. Also, cool today. sounds very emotional, unlike <laughs> yes. some other songs. Which it makes I... me feel a future nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the song Cool was written by eight people. I think it's I just, great. Like, Honestly, that song. Yeah. It blows it's my mind. the proper 80s throwback. Um, yeah. It's the proper 80s throwback yes. like song. It's the it's also isn't it weird how like on the charts right now we're having the most hardcore 80s throwback thing that's going on like Blinding Lights in the US is number 1. I don't know what's number <clears> 1 <throat> here in the UK. But um you know we've got yeah um Dua Lipa has an album bomb on the UK I believe but not in the US yeah um but I'm loving this vibe like I love grime music but like grime yes I want to like I love some grime but like I feel like the top the charts in the US have been dominated by trap music for a little bit too long and I want number one is Blinding Lights yes yeah and Dua Lipa has two in the top in the, in, the, in the top five. Yeah. Well, it's not now on physical. Physical's number three. Yeah, wow. it's still, still it up there. Hallucinate. Yes, Hallucinate is real. Hallucinate, Levitate, the, 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 the beginning of the verses in Hallucinate literally remind me of Sugar Babes. I swear to God. Yeah. I'm not yeah, even a fan. But it's just so like every time I hear it, I just hear Sugar Babes. But <laughs> that's a good thing for me. That's not a bad thing. I'm not a fan, but that's not a bad thing. I think that she really created something. She wanted she she threw it completely left field with the sound that she wanted to go with, and it really works. And she she like pushed it out there, but it's still super pop, and it's still it's still it's very cohesive as an album I, as well. I think that's the best thing about it is the cohesiveness. Like. Yeah, like she was like, I'm gonna make an album, it's gonna be this, and she yeah. made it. For the last two tracks. Yes, the I... last two tracks do. Why, she almost sounds off off pitch in the the last but one track. When um, ah, yeah, 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 in yeah, that one. Good in bed. Good in bed, yeah. Like, I like the premise yeah. of the song, but the chorus, what I hate, was going I on I hate there? the premise of the song, it's I, so stupid. But I, I don't, I, I think it could be a good premise for a song if it was written slightly differently, but also. It sounds so whiny and like. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way she sings. Yes, the singing she in goes, that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I've got. I, I've always got hot takes and stuff. So my hot, hot take, take by Alison, number one. Yeah, I've got really, really like terrible hot takes that nobody else agrees with. Um, and my hot take on this album is that it's a bit too cohesive, and that's a really weird thing to say. But I just feel like it's. It's a, it's a good album, right? I like it, but I feel like it's a bit samey in its sound. So it's clearly mm. chal- channeling that sort of 80s vibe, kind of um, disco-y, not really funk, but sort of, yeah, disco-y kind of sound. Yeah. I feel that? like there should be the more... <laughs> well, everyone else. I mean, Doja Cat, I, that's not really 80s, that's, that's just like 70s. a funk, I that's mean, just funk. Say so. Yeah, yeah. say so, but that's not one song. Um, the rest of the songs are not really. Right, so 
Doctor Doctor Luke. But I feel like it, there could have been more stuff going on in that album. Like maybe some more extreme production, some more like maximalism in that mean, sense. What do you mean by extreme production? Well, I mean, I kind of, I suppose, like more my music taste. My music taste is like quite experimental pops, I suppose sort of pop that's like pushing the boundaries a bit more like that maybe. relies a bit on more like charlie yeah maybe she'll do that next album so <laughs> and i'm not saying that should have been the whole album I'm not saying she should have done like pop too but like dua lipa style but i feel like <laughs> don't ever do that again um so yeah grace baby Yanks. but um yeah i just feel like there should have been more um, it should have just been more experimental really it's very safe um in like in its sound the sound's great but it's it's very like safe it doesn't really like do anything some... new it puts yeah. like a 2020 kind of like modern spin on this That's... sort of sound but it doesn't really push it further i think so yeah it's not it's not progressive, but sometimes that's what you need. Yeah, you just won an amazingly well-produced, yeah, like really slick with the percussion and the melodies. And like I know what she's talking about is kind of most of the album is kind of vapid, but it's great because in you know yeah. she's sometimes not, pop music is vapid, and that's great because what you want is you want to be able yeah. to listen some to people the just to, just need to escape and like listen to a nice pop record. People, like, people that is this record. Yeah, people also need to accept that like some music. Needs needs to be vapid and it doesn't need to be deep and like super like you know 100%. loaded with deep messages and whatever sometimes the enjoyable bit about pop music is the fact that it's vapid like kim petra oh. uh. well like you can't argue that her music's got like much meaning because it's really stupid but that's kind of the point she's not but she's doing, not trying to make it but she's not pushing like pop to go further she's just like doing kind of concentrated pop and it she's, works she's maintaining the essence of it's 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 like yes. yeah it's like squash without you know water like it's just <laughs> it's, do you know what i mean like it's, it's very much it's very much concentrated like but intentionally yeah. so you can see she's like a, a, a girl and she's like as a girl she's listening to britney spears and christina Aguilera yeah. and you know mariah carey and she's got all of that and she's just condensed it yeah. and put it into her sound and like have you guys heard the clip of her new single no what she, she yeah she like have you heard it I don't think so. She played it on a live stream that she did like a week or two ago, and it sounds. I'm so excited for it to come out. Like I literally, oh. it's gonna be the soundtrack of my summer. I think like oh. it's called Malibu. Okay. Oh. So. I can't remember how it goes. How the, me- the melody is like. Malibu. Like that's all I can. She goes. Okay. Yeah, it's nice. Anyway, but yeah, when it comes good. out, we're gonna love it. It's gonna be also, like. I see. Yeah. Stream that shit. That that <laughs> fucking video. Stream but... juice. The what? Stream juice. Stream juice. Juice. That's. That just don't mind me, that's a joke. Um, but no, I would say stream I see. That shit is see. fucking excellent. That video was wicked and I loved it. Yeah. And Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Okay. Um, what have you been listening to recently? That's um let's let's say uh, a bit uh, left field. <laughs> okay. Is this the crackhead song of the month? The crackhead oh, song moment. of the month. I think I wrote the crackhead song of the moment. So I think crackhead song of the moment. I think to us is a genre that can be specified by a song that you would listen to if you were at a house party at between the hours of three and four a.m. 
Yeah. yeah. It's funny how they mentioned 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Mentioning 4 a.m. By, by, by one um, Claire. Um, soon to be Musk. Claire, so Claire Musk. soon to be Musk. Claire Musk. Her child's going to be named Beepop. Beepop. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my crackhead song of the moment is I don't know, it's like levitating, but we've already really spoken about that. So. Well, that's not really crackhead. It's no, just not levitating. Really sorry, hallucinate, nice. hallucinate. Hallucinate. Yeah. hallucinate. But that's just a good pop song. It's yeah, really, um... but I would listen to it while I'm on drugs. But I don't know. Oh, you said the D word. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. didn't mean to. We're a family friendly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the the the, the f- four three four five queers living in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody, we're all teetotal here, so you know. I don't yeah. think my crackhead song of the moment has changed since 4 a.m. I th- 4, 4 a.m. is a fantastic crackhead song. Yeah. I think that also none of us do crack, it's just the cool, just the cool <laughs> crackhead song. I, I don't think you even need to. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah. mine, mine is probably Faith by the weekend, and I did, I know we said at the beginning of the podcast that we basically listened to. Majority female artists, but occasionally a male artist creeps in there, and the weekend would be one for me because I I do I do enjoy the weekend quite a lot, and Faith is the best song on that album, I agree. and is fucking astounding. And talking about the weekend's album, um, I love the weekend. I've always loved the weekend since like trilogy everything. He's great. House balloons. Great. House Balloons. House of Balloons. What's that? House of Balloons. It's one of the um, is it EPs that he oh, did yeah. back, yeah. back in the day. He's, like, a, he's a very good artist. Back in the olden days. But um, of of this album, what I would choose to listen to, like on repeat, is if you go from Heartless all the way down to Open Your Eyes. I wouldn't know, but yeah. yeah um, <laughs> all, all of that, so it's sort of... Um, I'll just check that out. But well, yeah. yeah. I, I was highly anticipating this album because I really liked um, Blinding Light. Lights. And then he released After Hours. Yeah, After and you, song, you listen the song, to that. Which I love. Yeah, I think it's It's like great. such a good song to listen to us. Yeah. It's got a lot, a lot of different vibes to it. Like when I'm mm-hmm. H-word, I, and mm-hmm. driving, whatever. What? And so yeah, the ones I would listen to, and I would just go down, and this is what I do: Heartless, Faith, Blinding Lights, In Your Eyes, um, Save Your Tears, Repeat After Me, and After Hours. I'd listen to all of them, and then the rest of them I'd skip. But then when the album came out, I listened to it, and I, it wasn't my vibe. I'm it is saying. my it is my vibe. I do love, I do love the. He can always on every album produce that one track that represents like cocaine really well <laughs> you know and yeah. on the on the previous album it was um uh, it was party monster yeah and on the one before that everyone says it's coughing my face but i feel like it's What's in the hills my face I can feel my face. Oh, when I can't I'm feel my face. You. What you said? Don't cough in my face. <laughs> very, very, very that's topical. how much coronavirus has that's, affected the podcast. That, that, yeah. That's very topical. I was like, what the fuck is cough in my face? I mean, do not do that to anyone. That's really terrible. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Stay home and make podcasts well, instead. With his music, at least you know the man like actually knows what he's talking about when he talks about being yeah. high. You can, you can just, you, you just know from. <laughs> Yeah, from know. from the lyrics, you know, like from the sincerity that he puts into the, you know, into the lyrics, and yeah. 
I love the whole aesthetic of his latest album. Or like Blue yeah. Nose, the 80s vibe. Is just yeah. Very Michael Jackson. Yeah, he does channel a lot of Michael Jackson vibes, but I'm not I think mass- he sounds like Michael Jackson. He does, but I mean, I have to say, I'm not a most massive fan of Michael Jackson. No, no, I no, love no, The Weeknd. I. I love The Weeknd, so. I have never like, been Like, some stuff by MJ is fine, but. Yeah, I, I'm not. <laughs> it's not a my. Massive fan. You can, you can appreciate um, an artist and their contribution to, you know, modern music. I'm you don't have to be I'm, a fan I'm of I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. I get topical. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, what's my crackhead song at the moment? I don't actually know because I've pretty much been listening to the same stuff over and over again. So, I, I don't know. I probably, I would probably say... Um, I'd probably say a song called Sassaparilla by an artist called, I don't even know how to pronounce her name, Muki or Muki or something like that. Basically, it's a really dumb song and Sassaparilla turns out is some kind of drink Mm. that's popular in like East Asia um, or like Australia or something. And the song's really stupid, and it's one of those, like, it's not a PC music track, but it's kind of, like, channeling that sort of energy, and it's, it's all, like, it's overproduced on purpose, but I like the fact it's overproduced. I haven't heard um, this And uh, it's got all the kind of, like, bells and, and whistles and pops and all that kind of the stuff. Whistles. Pots and pans. Pots <laughs> and, no, not really Intense. pots and pans. It's more like if you listen to, like, Easy fun. It's more like that rather than Sophie. Oh, okay. Um, also, Sophie's not kind of a PC music artist, but she's sort of um, she's adjacent sort of to. Into it. Yeah, but um, but yeah, it's that kind of song. Um, again, it's quite dumb, but it's super enjoyable for me. So I would say that um, another, if you've heard of it, check it out. Another crackhead song at the moment for me is still. Um, so part you're hurting my feelings. Remix oh, by A.G. Cook. A.G. Oh. Cook. <laughs> that song. He's working with Charlie. Uh, he's he's oh, actually oh, he's okay. he's Charlie's um creative director. Yes. He has been for a while they since. Will be working together for the yeah. Has future. been since number one angel. He's, he's been a great. Yeah. He's, he's been, been a great, great influence. influence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a f- he's honestly, I think he's like an amazing producer. He, honestly, I think he's so good. He sort of took Charlie's career in directions it needed to go. Yeah. 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 So yeah, he just, she is like the future of pop, and I'm just scared that she will always be the future. Yeah, of she pop. will be. She but pushes that's... it forward so much. But no, but and that's... all the critics love her because she's a fucking, she's a darling. She's we stand. She's great. Yeah, no, <laughs> but 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 that's that's her entire thing. Like she's she's definitely like the future of pop. But that's kind of like that's where she's gonna be stuck. She's never gonna be the present of pop. But that's not a bad thing. I feel like. She was during Sucker. Well, she yeah. She was, yeah. Back she's, then. She's always been very forward-thinking and very... Yeah. Yeah, and that thing. But, like, when she when it comes to Sucker, that was her yeah. sophomore album. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of pressure on her label to be like, you need to, like, make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, like, she was proud. Yeah. So she was forced to, like, do Sucker, which I think is a very good album. It like is it a, a good album. It's very standard and basic. And, like, it's very much, like, standard kind of pop but also Charlie's one of those artists that have done lots like uh, behind the scenes because she writes songs for other people yeah so like she's actually she's done like quite a lot of like features as well 
Um, so she's one of those kinds of artists. And actually, if you listen to her sort of first um, EPs, EPs, they're a lot more kind of dancey, sort of ravey. So like heart, heartbreaks and earth. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. That and there was one, another one. Save. That's a good look save. Yeah, it was called. Um, I can't remember. Ultra. Yeah, I I wouldn't. I, they were good. I they were remember. cute. They were the cute mixtapes. They were like yeah, very. And that was before like the the kind of the pop sort of big pop Charlie sound like boom clap and fancy with. 2012. It was. Yeah, yeah. Six. I mean, I prefer her now. I will say, like Gone was the fucking best. Gone is the absolute. Gone is the best pop song of of 2019. 100%. So fucking good. Means, it's like, it's it's a pop song that means actually something. It's got Christine McCain. Guess who produced it? Who? AG Coke. AG Coke. It's like the dictionary definition of a good pop song, but like, it's not even just like standard pop, it's just like, it pushes the boat out. It makes you feel, it gives me goosebumps every time. It pushes the boat out. The lyrics mean Mm -hmm. something, they have a meaning. They. And they got, she got Christine. Also, can we just appreciate like how collaborative an artist Charlie ACS is? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, and also how she levitates, levitates? <laughs> queer artists. <laughs> but she's a, she is like the definition of an ally of queer people. Yes. Yeah. And she pushes their voices up so that they get heard. That's which so true. is, you know, she's fucking great for that. And her fans um, love her for that. I just, wanna, I just wanna celebrate the lyric. Why do we keep when the water runs? <laughs> I know. With the I, I just love the fact that it was first written in uh, French, and then translated into translated English, it, and it yeah. didn't make sense, and they still kept it. It that still way. kind of does make sense. It does now. make sense, but it's not. It doesn't make sense in 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 the sense of like. Why do we English. carry on when we're crying all the time? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 so good. It's. I I will fight anyone. <laughs> it's the best song of 2019. Best pop song. I yeah, um, I think I will fight anyone. It's it's yeah, it's undebatable. Yeah. It's so funny cuz when I first heard that song I was like, mm, next. <laughs> but then after a few no. listens I was like, oh fuck. The thing is like the 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 um, the single she released after that, the one with Sky Ferreira, mm. the one with Claro Ooh. and um, Which is your favourite from the album, isn't it? Yes. Um, it's it's. I don't know if it's my favourite, but it's super grand. It's a standout. It's yeah, standout. and I I don't think the singles were that good at the time. I I loved Gone and everything after that, just kind of felt not as good. Mm. But it's all grown on me so much. I love, I always love White Mercedes. And when we saw, so we all went to see her live in Manchester because we are from Manchester. Well, not from Manchester. Well, we're not from Manchester, we live in Manchester. I am. Joe is from Manchester. Joe is from Manchester. (laughs) Charlie's from Manchester. Well, Charlie Charlie the Kitten. Charlie the Kitten. Also, we named our kitten after Charlie XCX, so. Anyway, we went to see Charlie. (laughs) And um, by far the song that connected with me most live was White Mercedes because because obviously it meant so much to her then mm. and like you could see like when she was singing it i don't remember much from that night you know i remember it <laughs> but i was so like absolutely blinded by like dancing so hard yeah. to the fact that i don't i don't remember the set list i don't remember anything like i just remember like going so hard yeah i just remember unlock being, it um oh, as the uncle oh. unlock it and 1999 yeah, easy fun uh, remix. easy fun remix yes yes shout out to him 
Um, <laughs> Shout out to Easy Fun. I just I remember it's the the white like the white cubes she had on yeah. stage when White Mercedes was playing. I remember we were sat upstairs and then we just went downstairs and that's also it wasted. <laughs> yeah. Also, next level Charlie is the ultimate oh. opening song like to any game. That is the ultimate crackhead song at the moment. <laughs> I think if, if you're if you're trying to like get ready for it. Oh, is this um. It, it would um, next level Charlie be which song would you play when the Uber is here and you need to down your drink yeah. would it be next level Charlie it could be but I mean I still have to think about that one. I feel I feel <laughs> honestly I feel I feel that song if we're talking about this kind of sort of arrangement is when you've had a few drinks during the day but you know you're gonna go out and you've already had drinks and then after that you start in your pre's. So like <laughs> you've actually kind of pre-preed. Pre-preed, that's my that's my like life essence. Yeah, so you pre-preed and then you're in kind of like a you know, you're sort of in a state already and then you like start well, you know, you go into the and it's turn sunny. on the speakers. Yeah, and and and, and you start your pre's. That's like the perfect song to to you know. Yes. And then you put, turn on Girls' Night Out, and it's like, yes. Yeah. The night has started, truly. <laughs> it's a girls' night in. No girls corona. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, we got yeah. that at the moment. I'm really excited for her like next record, though. Um, yeah. I wish we'd collaborate, we could collaborate, but I am absolutely talentless, so. That's not That's true. Not true. <laughs> but, yes. Never mind. Um, we love moment of self-depreciation. It's uh, <laughs> um, that's like going to be a common running theme. We're in the uh, UK, so, so it's just normal. Queen. No, we're in the UK, so that's a normal thing. Yeah, um, the record, um, how I'm feeling now. That's yeah. very exciting. And yeah, it's like so collaborative. Not collaborative, but like she's like sharing the whole experience with everyone. And like, yeah, I love it. Like, gives me something to like wake up and be excited for. Being like what's Charlie said today, what she shared with her fan base, and like. I wish yeah. she was doing more cooking videos. That was a fun. They oh were they were wild. She was <laughs> she was doing the first one she did. She played that, and I don't know if you guys know Boards of Canada. Yes. But she Cross was playing. Yes. She was playing their best songs. <laughs> yeah. Behind the music, I was like, I didn't know anyone knew their music. I didn't know you liked them. Yeah. I fucking loved them. Like, I. I just, they were like the band that made me realize i loved music so much yeah when i was 16 i was like i discovered what nostalgia was and i was like fuck quite like i wouldn't say the niche now they're but they're quite sort of like um i guess i'm gonna use the word niche right i'm just gonna have to use the word niche yeah like they're very much they're not like the kind of big loud type of music they're very sort they're of ambient like, ambient like... and like, it's just very nice beautiful music oh god like i just love them yeah they mean a lot to me. But anyway, back to topic. <laughs> Charlie something that. Char- yeah, Charlie yeah. making cooking videos. They were they were wild. What? I mean, I'm also like in so sort of to give a bit of background on who is here and who is not here. Uh, five queers live in a house in Manchester, <laughs> and of those five queers, three of them are doing the podcast right now, yeah. and of them, um, only one person is still working at the moment, and that is me, and everyone else is not working, so... That's me. Li- <laughs> so, life is a bit... I mean, I think we've been really well treated in the UK um, with the you know furlough like scheme and everything sorry to bring it down a lot but yeah that's like <laughs> completely it's topical though we have it to, is we have topical to and it. and also like 
when Joe's saying it gives him something to like wake up and like yeah. look forward to, yeah. of course, because there's nothing really else we can do at the moment. Yeah. So I, I see. I was I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> Just refer- that makes that makes yeah. so because I've sense. got um, I mean I've got to wake up for work so you know there's mu- that music is a big thing that keeps me going like yeah if I didn't yeah. have music I would literally go insane <laughs> like just yeah. I listen to music at least twelve hours of the day consecutive consecutively like yeah nonstop yeah it's a big part of my life that's why I listen to nightcore <laughs> <laughs> I I legit listen to nightcore do you. Nightcore slaps. Sometimes. It's amazing. Sometimes it's like it slaps. Sometimes it's, it's awful. It's, <laughs> nightcore is amazing. Like I just I'm have to say, I like, like that kind of stuff. Like <laughs> also, like if you went there for um, like anime AMVs on YouTube back I, in like 2013, <laughs> you went there. Just gonna say that. I know what you mean. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I have definitely watched a uh, one or two nightcore. <laughs> Versions of a song. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think one was um, Sweet But Psycho. Oh, 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 to lead us into our me, me and my, Joe hand topic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead you, lads. I'm gonna go to listen to that. I'm not actually, no, I'm uh, not. So, um, so before... we had a, we, we had a list of artists we should talk about, and it's like fifteen too many. artists long <laughs> on the list. So, um. Before we all before we all live together, um, well, we sort of kind of live together. But there's a story. There's a backstory to that. So there's a okay, fine. A story that needs to be explained. Um, Does it? Doesn't need to be. Doesn't need to be explained. (laughs) So, but before we lived together, we all went on a road trip to Glasgow. Yes. um, And we had a great time actually. Um, But it was for my birthday, and this was last year. And the soundtrack—I don't think anyone can disagree with this—to that trip was Sweet But Psycho. There was two. And and one, two, three days up. Am I kidding? I think Sweet But Psycho was because it was such a hot track of the moment and I was yes. listening to it non-stop yeah. and it was on in the club and everything yes. what was it called Polo Polo the, yeah, yeah. I, oh, the Polo Lounge and I was wearing Joe's jacket and I felt so jacket, swaggy yes. I was like loving I was loving that, from like from like November 2018 until about <laughs> maybe March 2018 that song 2019. was absolutely sorry yeah 19 it was absolutely <laughs> popping off and mm-hmm. I I didn't resonate with it because it's an absolute vapid, shallow, piece of shit pop song, but it does the job well, and I loved it so much at the time. And I literally, it's my number one played song on Spotify ever. Yeah. So do I, to be honest, Alison. Can we just pause? We just, we just can we pause? No, we can't. We can't pause. No, let's carry on. <laughs> Alison just wrote a note and said she needs a wee. <laughs> no, that was a secret. Sorry. Anyway, that. let's carry on. Oh. Um, I need to be so, as well, like. let's just stop. Can we just not just stop with it? No, I don't no, think we can. No, we should. Anyway, let's carry on. We, 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 right. So, um, <laughs> what was this about Glasgow? It was no, it was about Ava Max. Um, mm-hmm. She was such a she, promising artist. She, she released her hit single "Super Psycho," which was a very impactful song in the charts. It's a very much a Eurovision song, but yeah. like a very good one. I remember if you can first, imagine a very good the first Eurovision time I heard, song. That song on the radio, I was like, what the fuck is in the charts at the moment? Like, I was like, is this what pop music's come to? <laughs> but then I heard it again a few days later, maybe, and I was like, actually, <laughs> yeah. this is really, it's got such a good hook. Yes. yes. It's, it's really addictive. Like, I could 
I've heard that song over 300 times. And yeah. I can still listen to it now and get my fucking life. And like the first time I've heard it. Yeah. And it gives me goosebumps. And yeah. Yeah. But then she took a bit of a direction. Yeah, and yeah. she was really promising for a second there. Yeah. Like, I was like, this song is shit, but it's good. And maybe, like, I like, I knew her whole, like, campaign, like, her musical campaign was a bit shallow and, like, shitty mm-hmm. and, like, teeny mm-hmm. and, like, like pop teen, like, tween-ish, whatever. I was like, mm, maybe she still will go in a direction where it's, like, mm-hmm. it relates to people who are 20, 24, I don't know. Yeah. But then she released So Am I, and I was like... Yeah, I didn't I even feel, manage to listen to more than thirty seconds of that song, and yeah. then I just turned it off. Yeah, and she has one good song, and it was that song. And I feel, I feel even that song. Max. I feel even that song. Her whole, <clears throat> that's kind of her sound, I guess, and that sound is like it's essentially Eurovision music, yeah. right? But like very good Eurovision music, yeah. um, and and to define Eurovision music is like imagine if all the top producers like Ilya, um i don't know max martin ag cook um <laughs> selfie and everyone had your dad's um music taste and they produced music with your dad's yeah. music taste that that's kind of like <laughs> that's your vision like it sounds modern but it's just it's like off in some way <laughs> it's almost like it's it sounds like it's trying to be modern pop music but it's also kind of like I like it's past song. its expiration date a bit i just feel like i think that song slaps yeah, i just feel like that, with yeah. such a prominent scene of like i don't know like with charlie xx and all that scene with like such a big market with like us guys and like so many other people across the world why would a record company think let's take this woman ava max and produce songs that are, will appeal to kids. It's just like she had so much potential. She's she's so beautiful, which not it isn't the main focus point, but like she's beautiful. She's got an amazing voice, genuinely. She can hit like whistle notes and everything. Like, mm-hmm. and she has the potential to make good pop music with producers. Like, why would a record company like think, let's make a work yeah. with an associate with Dr. Luke and make it music about shitty. I don't know stuff about that's going to relate to kids. Like it's just like you have to you completely miss the market. <laughs> I think I think Ava Max could have been such a good artist yeah. if she worked with the right producers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we'll have to beep you a lot, by the way. But because because it's swearing. But anyway, I feel I feel like I thought we would just make it an eighteen plus pay- playlist. Yes, we are doing that. <laughs> Dis- disregard me completely. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's like that. There's. Uh, Again, coming back to Eurovision, there's like Eurovision's got a massive gay fan base. Yeah. And I almost feel that like that was their sort of market. They thought like many gays love Eurovision, so we're gonna do something that's kinda like sort of sonically similar to that because that's gonna attract them. Hmm. But it, it worked with the f- it worked with Sweet But Psycho. It didn't quite work you, with everything else. I think Salt think is a good song. Though. I love Salt, and I also love Freaking Me Out. Even though it's yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. Anyway, do you think that when they went in the studio together, the producers and whatever they amongst, do you think when they were making it that they were like, how can we appeal to the gays, or do you think they were thinking, how can we appeal to the kids? 
Probably it's... gay, gay kids. Or, or even just like, <laughs> what do you think they were thinking? How can we appeal to the mass audiences? I think yeah, mass audiences, the but mass think... audience, yeah. Because that's what everyone wants to appeal to. Well, I suppose. But also, um, I mean, let's be honest, the biggest consumers of gay music are whomst? Oh, well. Are gays. Yes. Um, it's true. We are like, we've shifted the music industry, I think. Yeah. We, we've always been prominent, but I think more recently in like the last 10 years, like, yeah. gay, mostly males. Yes. I think they, they are probably a big topic conversation in board meetings between record companies and that. Oh, like, absolutely. Saying, like, well, what, how can we make it appeal to the gays? How are we going to make money from the gays? And also, yes. gays meaning gay men, not gay women. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even yeah. though there are it's, two it's, gay it's, men, it's, it's, it's mostly It's mostly gay men, definitely. Um, but yes, that is definitely something that's come up in ballrooms. Yeah. 100% because, like, pop which is, music... Which is funny to me, but carry on, yeah. But, like, pop music, yeah. I mean, obviously, we've actually got a lot of queer artists on our list, um, yeah. some of, of whom we haven't talked about yet. Um, but... Um, I don't think we're, we're going to talk about all of them. No. No. Now, I, I think also, but we should definitely mention one thing um, and completely go off topic and talk about banks. Banks. And stroke. Stroke. I mean, there's a lot of things I could say about this one. So. It's funny because I literally only discovered that. I remember you played it in the room the other day. It was like three, three weeks ago, maybe? Yeah. And at the very start <laughs> at the very start of the lockdown and I, I, I'd heard the song before because I listened to the album in like full and it never did anything to me but then you played it one night and I was just like wait a second <laughs> hold the phone and I saved it to my music instantly wig wig and then I, and then I listened to it later that night and I was like oh my god it yeah. caught me off guard mm-hmm. I was like oh my god and ever since then, I'm pretty sure it's probably like probably my top played song of the past month. I like I can listen to that song at least <laughs> ten times a day and not mm-hmm. be sick of it. And like the production blows my mind. Yeah. So it's my second um, most played song of last year. Bearing in mind when time when did the the album came out halfway through the year? No. It came yes, out. Yes, it did. Came out end of May, June. Summer. It came out in May. So we're talking about Banks Three here. Yeah, um, yeah, three. Yeah. June-ish. June-ish. Yeah. So it came out then, and since then, my it was my second most played song of the year. I love that song. I think it's great. <clears throat> the, yeah. the 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 song itself, stroke on the album, it sort of encapsulates like every emotion because because some songs if you're listening to kim petrus or charlie most songs of theirs i find i can listen to when i want to go out i'm in a good mood i want to go out i'm Mm -hmm. excited whereas like the song stroke i can literally listen to if i'm sad if i'm angry if i'm happy i can listen to it in all moods because Mm -hmm. the song goes through every it seems to go through a lot of different emotions through the song so if you're so if i'm upset and angry i listen mainly to the first part of the song before that big slapping bass comes in in like the second chorus and then at the if i'm in a happy excited mood i get through the first bit and then wait until that bass like and that chorus explodes at the second yeah Yeah. i always just i always say like i can listen to that song with a level-headed mood and it just makes me feel so dirty like not dirty in a sense like the the production of that song makes me feel so like grimy and like makes me want to in a way just have sex (laughs) but like it just makes me feel like so like it just aggravates lots of different moods yeah it's it's it definitely covers like a much wider 
emotional like spectrum of emotions than um well a lot of pop music actually because it's sort of like it's usually it's usually kind of like channeling i said channeling about 50 times in this podcast but (laughs) channeling like kind of a one specific mood or like emotion attitude and, and this what, one is kind of like that's what makes a good song yeah because you can listen to it in in you know sort of a different diff, very different mind um what's the word i'm looking for like um mind mindset mindset yes yeah. so in, in very different mindsets and you'd still sort of feel get some kind of kind of emotion from it um, and get some joy from the song and you can pull it from different places in the song that's what yeah that's why i think it was like my second most listened to and I don't know if it's my favourite song off of three. But it probably is because it's, it's the one I It's definitely it. mine now. Because it used to be. Um, Give me? No, I don't know what it's called. It's Sauce. Sauce. Sauce, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was my favourite. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that for me, that song is very one emotion. Yes. It's, it's, very, it's yes. very sad to me. Yes. And I can only listen to it. I want to be chill or sad. But. Yes. Stroke for me is like. I can be in a really good mood. And yeah. Sauce for that song, I mean, like. When that bass comes in, it gives you that same, like, hit of endorphin. Yeah, that's that dirty, yeah, distortion Hot hot take from Alison. Mm -hmm. Do you think that if if Gimme wasn't on the album, it would be a very slow, sad album? And Gimme just, like, injects so much energy and, like, the dirtiness into it. There should have been two tracks that were, like, similar to Yeah, it injects that depth. Which is yes. a word I've just invented. It makes it very. It's not. Give me sort of pop song, but it's like a. It's more of a fast track, like yeah. fast paced track, yeah. like. Which yeah is more easier to listen to. Yeah. Not easier, but. I do. Yeah. I mean, I don't think like Banks has a very particular. Banks has a very particular lyrical style. The way she writes them, it's very conversational, mm-hmm. sort of more sort of stream of con- consciousness than yeah. it is. Yeah. Um. Mm. Than it is like anything else. Um, and I think like it makes a big difference um, knowing like what her lyrical style is like. Also, I feel like I I just I just love I love on that album three till now stroke mm-hmm. gimme yes um, godless contaminated yes um, and also but I know that your favorite album from Banks is not three it's the altar. What are your favourite songs on the altar? Um, yeah, I mean, if I had to sort of describe it, three is a lot more um, experimental. It pushes it's not just it's not just experimental. It's more deep. And actually, if you listen to like each one of her albums, you can definitely tell the progression in terms of sort of production. Like it gets deeper, it gets more kind of interesting, varied. Um, I guess even emotional but I just I was thinking about this today and I feel like I absolutely love the production on 3 I think it's incredible uh, I listened to it the first time and I was like this is very different but in like the best way like it's different because it's much deeper it's more interesting there's more kind of you know little tiny elements going on but I just feel like there are more songs on on Alter that I like and I would come back to. Mm-hmm. Um, so those would be, I mean, obviously Gemini Feed, Poltergeist, mm-hmm. um, Weaker Girl, 
um, train wreck. Um, uh, what's it called? The um, it's not about us. Um, yeah, even like I don't know. Uh, fuck with myself. Yeah, I, I, it's it's I I don't know. I guess it's a very different sort of um, vibe for an album. Because, like, I mean, in her interview, she kind of said that, you know, with Three, she's a lot more, like, emotionally open and more accepting of... Yeah. She's soft. I think she's... Banks, I think I I watched an interview with her where she was saying that it took her a very long time as an artist to become soft soft enough um, to expose herself enough to make songs like Hawaii yeah. Mazes and Sawzall. Yeah. Whereas before, she was saying, uh, like, on the altar, she yeah. wouldn't have ever been able to make a yes. song like Sawzall because, like, it's so vulnerable and so yeah. sad. And um, and I, like, I can totally understand that. Being an yeah. artist is really scary. And, like, to put on this persona, like she was saying, yeah. like, when I first started, I always wore black. And, you know, I made yeah. songs. And she also, all of the calling out of banks by misogynistic, shitty men. Yeah. <laughs> with, yeah. All the, with brain, especially. Oh, it's oh. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Brain is probably my favourite song. Brain. Hers. Brain is probably in my like, top 10 songs ever. So yes, it just hits differently. It just, it's yeah, again, it's like a, such an emotional song. This is how. So with Dua Lipa's Future Nostalgia, she was trying to make a song like Brain, but she ended up making with the last song, "The Boys Will Be Boys." <laughs> yeah. The boys will be boys. <laughs> brain, is brain such is a, that song girls done Girls will right. be women. Okay? Yeah, but period. But period. Brain is that song done right. Do you see what I mean? Lyrically, brain is that song done right. Boy, don't hurt your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boys will be, yeah, boys will be boys is very on the nose. It's too on the nose. Textbook, like too on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Whereas brain is like you can feel that she was in that situation, trying to make herself more <laughs> dumb, but she was saying it from like her perspective. So brain is that song done right. That yes. that's my hot my hot take on the on the my hot take of the yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. Um, I don't know, I just feel <clears throat> Alter's just got more songs that I enjoy, despite the fact that maybe she's not as kind of open, um, you know, emotionally open as an artist and more sort of vulnerable. Mm-hmm. But I'm yeah. not as familiar with Alter. I'll say that. I just love it. It's so good. I, know, it's I think I know amazing. two songs on the album. Maybe I mean, three. you know Trainwreck. And a train wreck, I know Lovesick, which I loved when it came Lovesick, out. yes, that's the other one. That's that song that slaps. Yeah. It doesn't slap, it sort of makes me feel nice. Yeah, um, it's good. But um, in terms of, I suppose, stuff that we are gonna be getting soon, what? is there anything you're excited for? Anything sort of new? I mean, there's only out? one thing that I'm excited for, but I'm sort of not over it, but. I don't know when it's going to be released, so it's been postponed. That is Chromatica by Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. I, she had the perfect album rollout planned for this record. So, first proper pop record since 2013 with Art Pop, which has been a very long time for me. I've mm-hmm. been anticipating pop music from her for that long, and she hasn't delivered. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I was so excited for this album to come out today. Might I mention, which is the 10th of April 2020. And yeah, it's not out, so 
and but I'm, anti- I'm, I'm anticipating that album because there's a lot of good producers mm-hmm. that have worked on it, including Boys Noise, Boys Noise, um, Sophie. Mm-hmm. Oh, who else? Who Sophie's else is, on it. She's done tracks on that track or tracks on the album. Who else is working? Depends on it? how much money Gaga had. I think she has a lot of money. <laughs> she has a lot of money. <laughs> I think she got money, honey. Sophie's expensive. But um, who else has worked on the album? Uh, I don't know. But... Um, I mean, who's uh, Max Martin? Yes, I mean, he, he did produced Stupid Love. Stupid Love. But, but with um, Boys Noise as well. Yes. They did the chorus, yes. right? Yes. That's what I heard. Okay. Um. But yeah, so I think this album is going to be a very pop, dance, electronic, experimental album, which I'm very excited for mm-hmm. because that's the Gaga I know and love. I know a lot of fans say Gaga is like classic pop, which I'm never sure what that means. Like to me, classic pop is like early Britney Spears. That's to, that to me is like classic pop. I think Gaga's but, um, progressive pop. Yeah, I I would never think of her as classic pop, and then I get I guess it's like a cool sort of phrase to throw around, but I just don't actually know what that means. Yeah, um, but think, that's a discussion I've seen online. So I think she's progressive pop, but she can do classic pop. Yeah, like Telephone is Telephone was written for Britney Spears. So oh, was it actually? Yeah, it was, oh, okay. She was she recorded a demo for it and everything. It was supposed to be for Britney, but Gaga ended up releasing it. Oh, right. And it's one of my favorite Gaga dance tracks. Like. It is a good song. So fun and vapid and just like mm-hmm. it's easy to listen to and consume. Yeah. Grace. Anything Grace you are looking forward to? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm gonna say um gonna push it more in the music geek direction, so car seat <laughs> headrest, which probably neither of you have heard of. I haven't. Um I've very, heard he's the name. Uh, he's he's a bit of a critical darling, I think. Um, and when I say that I mean obviously the sort of 30s around the 30s age music male critics love a bit of car seat headrest and he is good uh, and I'm kind of excited to see what he does next Who is um, that and what they um, Teens of Denial I think was the last album of his that I really listened to and loved um, but he had some great songs on there okay for us uneducated plebs Describe the sound in uh, five words or less. Um, indie. Pass. Sure. <laughs> carry on, carry on. He, he, uh, indie, lyrically focused, uh, teen angst. Okay. Um, sort of, and then that's that's sort of how to describe it but yeah. like very that actually sounds like something i would potentially like he is he's actually he's really good and like i would recommend if you're more into if you're not just into the pop scene but like mm. also a little bit like and i'm like heavy more into indie scene yeah yes definitely if you're that good uh i would it's difficult to sort of put him in a bracket with someone because mm-hmm. i don't really think he sort of fits there but He's um, not like Mac DeMarco or something. <laughs> you know, one of those like super pretentious indie people who like <laughs> use bad equipment because it's like cool. No, absolutely not. Is he still around? I think so. He also looks like Elijah Wood. He does. Um, I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, the yeah. Lord of the Rings. So this is oh. the, my favourite my favorite e- album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teens, yeah. Teens of Denial. And I listened to that a oh, lot yeah, in 20, 2016, I think. Um, I, I love that album. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, but then also Paris album because yes. I, Paris um, a really strange band because Paris the one with the V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yes. yes yeah. Papyrus. And I don't think I like them that much. But then for the past two years, they've had my top most played song of the year. Mm-hmm. I will say one thing. Ling Gun is hot. Who? Ling Gun. She is gay and she and is hot. And she's gay. And she's, she's hot. <laughs> she's very hot. <laughs> yes. But, um, and also, like, um, also there was a lot of discussion with her in this album being like, she, for the first time, has, like, started to claim producing credits. Yes. Whereas, and, like, obviously, I think this is also something Grimes brought up, isn't it? About there not being enough female producers. Yes, and- back in the day. <laughs> I was just saying the comment was, is a bit um, well yeah the sentiment is not it, it aged day. like milk basically. The, yeah <laughs> the sentiment is still stands to this day but the context of that comment is, is um, it hasn't aged well no <laughs> yeah. um, though at the time I think we all at the time we all discussed and we went through the timeline and she would have not mm-hmm. known any better so yes. I don't think that I yeah. mean, I think from her back then it was a fair comment, but like obviously, mm. you know. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so Lynn Gunn is obviously she's a multi instrumentalist. She can play basically every instrument. She's yeah. Drummer, guitarist, yeah. pianist, everything. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of the vision for Paris, oh Paris, is like her. It's her vision. Yes. Um, and yeah, so the past two years, the songs that I listened to most by them are "What's Wrong." Mm-hmm. And uh, White Noise, which is from their first album, was the one I listened to most last yeah. year on Spotify, which is yeah. strange. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm looking forward to Charlie's project, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be very, I don't know how the word to describe it, it's going to be very of her earlier works, like, do you know, like her earlier mixtapes? Yeah. Like that sort of vibe of like, we're going to get this done. To be fair though, do you know Pop 2? Yes. Was recorded in two weeks. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. So that sounds very futuristic and very well produced and very yeah. finalised. So maybe she will like pull some of that out. Yeah. But like I, I imagine I imagine her and um, you know, people like AJ Cook and Dylan Dylan Brady, Brady and yeah. uh, like she's working with BJ Burton. I think- I, I imagine they've got a lot of like material yeah. just sitting there without being released, which they're going to utilise in, in, you know, in this album. Yeah. Um, and I know A.G. Cook especially, he kind of does that a lot. So on <clears throat> Pop 2, on like a lot of the songs he's produced for Charlie, he's used elements of other songs he's produced as yeah. like himself or Life Sim or like other, you know, PC music artists. I think it's interesting how she hasn't mentioned something whatsoever during this time. Yeah. Ooh, I, don't, I don't understand. She can afford it. I don't understand yeah. why they don't work together anymore. I think, I think they probably will at some point. I think Charlie but... said that they're still on good terms, but they yeah. don't work together anymore. Like, yeah, well, we'll see, I guess. Go. But we have to, um, we have to wrap it up. Wrap it up. Uh, wrap it up. Yeah. So, any final words? Um, stroke is the song of the year for me. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It was my song of last year, for sure. But yeah. Also... Stroke is definitely going to remind me the most about lockdown like that's what mm. i've been listening to yeah i mean definitely like lockdown songs should be a thing we should make along a... with lockdown lunches they do should know, be a thing. do you know what we should make a spotify playlist <laughs> oh, yeah, and yeah. each like a collaborative one and each add songs that yes. would remind us of this um this weird, interesting weird time, and weird time. Yes. yes but anyway this has been 
a full hour. <laughs> it's gone so quick. Uh, yeah, it's gone really quick. Well, I had fun. Playing. Yeah, I, I hope everyone else had fun too. I mean, it's making me excited for the next ones we're gonna do. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's finally come, like, we've been meaning to do this for, like, the past year. It's finally yeah. happening. And it's finally guys. happening, and... Do you think there's anything, like, that you want to add about, like, our situation? Because I realise that, like, we've said a lot of stuff that don't really make very much sense without any context. Yes. Uh, wash your hands. Goodbye. <laughs> Quarantine. Coronavirus. 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 <laughs>